And this episode of All Hail Yogg is brought to you by our Patreon. If you like the podcast and want to support future episodes, please visit patreon.com slash xpwebseries and consider joining our campaign. Patrons have early access to episodes, world-building streams, RPG materials, and even bonus behind-the-scenes peeks at the creation of All Hail Yogg. If you can swing it, we would love to have you on Patreon. And now, on with the show. Previously on All Hail Yogg, four villains, Agnamar the Fallen Angel, Desdemonia the Devil, Ernst the Entrepreneur, and Phantasmagoria the Mad Maestro, were summoned from the four corners of Ondoon. In the land of Yoggoth, they assembled at the peak of a twisted spire and knelt before the vessel of Yogg. The adventure continues on the 42nd of Othson, year 896, in the Fourth Age of Ondoon. This is The Instrument, Episode 2. is an instrument lost to the ages. Wherever it may be found, you will find it and deliver it onto Yogg. How do you react? <clears throat> Your maliciousness. Are we referring to a musical instrument? A lyre, a harp, a flute? <laughs> like... She like, was looking over here and she slowly turns over to you as you keep to re- repeating them. <laughs> No. And my face just falls. <laughs> I was hoping. An instrument, a device wielded in ancient times by navigators and astronomers for charting the movements of the stars. In the insufficient speech of mortals, it is known as an astrolabe. Anyone could roll a history if they want to know what that is, or they could. You could also ask Yogg whatever questions you'd like. If you remember, this is the briefing scene, <laughs> right? So get your questions in now. History, <laughs> what's that? History. Fifteen. Fifteen. Ten. Fifteen. Ten. I mean, Hallie knows what okay. that is. Fifteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, great. So an astrolabe is basically like it's like a sphere that has all the sort of the star domes on it. You can kind of turn them to adjust. Like, well, if the stars look like this, then where am I on the Earth, right? And what does that mean? It's like used for navigation, but they're very expensive and they're very rare, and like only the best navigators have them. What questions do you have for Yogg? Where should we start, my lord? Yogg's intelligence has unearthed a promising lead. The, the item was last located on Cape Cowrie, a backwater shore country on the far side of Rubicus, inhabited by primitive halfling fisherfolk. Once again, you can make history yeah. checks if you like. Uh, can I use your iPad Where for a that? second? I got a six. I don't fucking know. I don't care. It's not a city. Right. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> 21. 21. Okay, cool. So, in the past two podcasts that I have recorded, I have had very bad, horrible, hand-drawn, shitty maps. This time, I did much better. So, here's the world map, everybody. You guys are here 
in the spires of Yogg and Yoggoth. So you know, Ernst, Rubicos is this continent here. It's sort of one of the northern continents. It's full of forests and tall mountains. It's the homeland of the dwarves. Cape Cowrie is located like way over here, kind of like just a tiny little spar off the side on the, the far side of Rubicos. This is, as Yogg describes, the boonies, way out there. There's no prominent trade routes in this area. The dwarves that live there have only recently reestablished their kingdom. It's the back of the ass end of nowhere. That right? justifies my six. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense that you wouldn't, if anyone who didn't get at least a 20 has never heard of the place. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cape Cowrie. Cape Cowrie. So that's a little out of the way. Will your excellency warp us over there? You shall be transported through a fissure that Yogg has opened near the location. Desdemonia glances over Ernst like, well, are you new here? <laughs> How embarrassing. We didn't wow. take a boat last time. <laughs> it was fucked up. No. <laughs> There was a boat last time. There was a boat. <laughs> Does your supreme evil know how it is defended? Through secrecy. The ignorant halflings know not the prize they possess. No mere mortal across all the ages has ever unlocked its true potential. None, save Yogg, have that power. And, and thus, it is vital to our ambitions. I mean, that seems pretty straightforward. We go mm-hmm. to the place, we get the thing, we kill people if we need to mm. or, or want, want to. to. Yeah. yeah, just for fun. <laughs> you know, either one. Just to check a box. Business you know, and pleasure. Just, right. <laughs> yeah, it's a write-off, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. 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 For Yogg, if you body count. There's the dark gift to choose as well, right? If okay. you remember, everybody gets a dark gift. Um, oh, yes, and Yogg will make a very particular point. With each day that passes, the cracks in this earth, this prison, deepen. And more of Yogg's might escapes. As Yogg's power grows, more power can it lend to its servants. So the way this is going to work, you guys have access to a new ability called the Shadow Boon. And the Shadow Boon was given to us by our very lovely patron, a gentleman named Shadow Owner. So everybody say, thanks, Shadow Owner. Thanks, Shadow Owner. He even designed this idea. We kind of designed it together, but it's called the Shadow Boon. And the way this works is that... Shadow Owner Boon. The Shadow Boon <laughs> allows you to basically spend a hit dice, like burn one of your, your hit dice, in order to gain advantage on any d20 check. So it could be an attack roll, it could be a saving throw, it could be a skill check or ability check, something like that. Basically to give yourself inspiration. You sacrifice one of your hit dice, you basically like activate your mark, wherever it is, whether it's on your your lower back or the back Mm. of your head or your fingers (laughs) or wherever, that glows with this extra eldritch power and it lets you succeed in an area where you might not have otherwise succeeded. There is a slight implication with this though, that the more you use it, the more it sort of draws your vitality out. Mm. So keep that in mind, right? You don't necessarily Mm. want to burn them all, because what happens if you're out of hit dice? On a mechanical level also, I will say that because this adventure is likely to take place over the course of many days, we're going to change the way the rests work. We're basically gonna say that um, a week counts as a long rest, and a like day's worth of rest counts as a short rest. Right, because otherwise you could, you'd be traveling multiple days going to different locations mm-hmm. that you're hunting it, otherwise you could just constantly have access to all your spells every single day. So basically think of the adventure as you have one long rest, and if you guys want to stop, okay, I need to rest. We need to do this. It'll mm-hmm. take a little bit longer. It won't just be an hour mm-hmm. like it would normally. Got Basically it. stretching the timeline out a little bit, if that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Mm-hmm. Will we receive aid? You shall be granted the use of a dark 
gift. The clouds rumble, there's a lightning strike, and it seems to strike Yogg's hand, and Yogg holds, the vessel holds her hand out, and it almost materializes something into being. There's a book, a huge leather-bound tome, like locked and clasped, Necronomicon-style, in her hand. So you have access to forbidden lore. (laughs) You are given this tome that you can carry with you on your adventure, and at any point in the adventure, you can ask three questions and receive from the dungeon master, truthful answers. 100% truthful. They don't necessarily have to be yes or no questions, but you will usually only receive like the shortest answer possible, right? It's not a long detailed thing. You can burn more than one question. If you want to say, I only want to ask one question, you can get a more detailed answer, right? So if it's, and it, and it can be questions about almost anything, like cosmic things, like where is the item or where is this or where is that, right? Like it's not necessarily something that like, what would be written in the book? It's this mm-hmm. eldritch tome that knows all things in the universe at all times. So it's three cool. questions over the course of the adventure. Oh, of course, the adventure, yes. Uh, kind of like the Shadow Network, right? Or you had one, three like, spies. really in-depth question. Right, exactly. And you can carry it with you. You don't have to decide, what are my questions now? You bring it with, and at any point, you can consult the tome, and it will answer questions for you. The next one. What should I write my next opera about? <laughs> <laughs> Does Ernst think I'm cool? No. That's not canon. Yeah, no, of course not canon. Does Ernst think that the Agnamon is cool? Oh, yeah. I think I like everybody. Yeah, Ernst is friendly. Your other option is called the Foul Relic. And this one is interesting because I don't have anything in particular design. The idea is that Yogg has accumulated a great vault and trove of horrible magical items. So if the, if the four of you want to come up with an idea like, boy, I wish we had an item that did blank, there's a chance that Yogg might be able to hook you up with something. So it's kind of a brainstorm thing. I, if there is a particular item in the game, like, oh, fuck, if we had this, that could help us. You can totally do that. Group rings of invisibility. There are a lot of limitations <laughs> on what this can be, right? Because it'd be very easy to say, like, I have a giant magnet that pulls uh, fucking <laughs> astrolabes <laughs> to me, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, just, or have it be an astrolabe. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I yeah, want yeah, it to be yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So we can talk about that if you want to, that, that there's a lot of utility there to be had. And the last one is one that I think at least Ernst is familiar with, and that is Unholy Steeds. Um, so the Unholy Steeds are basically four creatures that Yogg can have bred to your specifications that you can use as mounts in this uh, particular adventure. They can have, again, kind of like the Foul Relic, we can brainstorm a little bit as to what kind of creatures they might be. I have some basic stat blocks we can then kind of staple onto whatever. You can choose what kind of movement. They can, they can fly, they could swim underwater, can they burrow, if they run super fast on land. I have a few mechanics we can use to design them, but... I want the creativity is kind of the fun part, right? Like, what is this horrible, like, fell beast demon that Yogg spawns in order for you to ride around? Just on that point? Cool. They can help yeah. you just with halflings. combat. Just halflings. This halfling that's like, like a quarter of your size. Oh, sorry, where would you like to go then? Well, that's okay. Here we go. Just, ah, just riding on their back. Horrible. Um, but yeah, whatever you again, we can kind of workshop. What do you no, think okay. it looks like? We can talk about it since Yogg can. In the, the the goop, the primordial soup that is Yogg, can form any kind of beast or demon. So your options are the for, are forbidden lore, foul relic, and unholy steeds. Bless you. The three assets that Yogg can lend to this mission. Who made this astrolabe? Where did it come from? Eons ago was it created by the star-gazing empires of old. By the first navigators was it carried to chart the continents as they are. It was this instrument that gave mortals their first glimpse of the heavens. The fools. 
how, how little they understood of what they wrought. Indeed, their own doom. I'm calling it in advance. The second we touch it, it's going to like burn our flesh or something horrible. Mm. We don't need flesh. <laughs> it's like, it's going to like elven rope that shit. Oh, yeah, right. It's like, it's like an artifact of pure goodness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Ma should be fine. We're gloves. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Yog, my lord, um, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how, yeah what's up, man? How, how large is it? Yo, Can yo. it be carried by a person? It is no larger than the palm of your hand. <laughs> this huge, like, room size. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, like, all that's important you, information. Like, it's very important. Carry it up right. the hill. Um, Other questions? Anyone have an idea of what? Dark gift. Yes. I think there's there's good things Throw about there. all of them. Like mm-hmm. good things about forbidden lore is like it'll get us out of a like a rut, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Foul relic mm-hmm. is like a power bonus. Do we have to decide what the rad. relic is? Yes. Now? Before you leave, yeah. Okay. Yeah. you can't just be like, oh shit, like I need an airdrop. Right. Can you bring it? <laughs> <laughs> I need <laughs> It like comes down with the parachute, right? Like, yeah. But it's a bat shaped parachute. <laughs> it's evil. Because like I could see if it's like a Fisher Town, we might have to go underwater. So like exactly. steeds might be useful for that. Mm-hmm. If it's some kind of like I don't know, weird. You would know that the that Cape Cowry isn't just like a town; it's sort of like a region that's like saying the 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 eastern seaboard. So you will probably be traveling like mm-hmm. a good distance. So yeah. having a reliable tra- form of transportation could save you from having to like walk places, right? Plus, that's yeah. cool, right? If we can just it ring is. wraith around, like exactly, around. yeah, that's Didn't what I think too. Like, have some shadow or, like, are there things that we can call and dismiss? Yeah. Can they be like attacked? Right? I'm just wondering. Yeah, well, they they, can, they have combat statistics. You can ride okay. them into battle. They're not going to be as powerful as you, but yeah, mm-hmm. they can be attacked and mm-hmm. they can take a hit or. You. There's That's basically cool. like a CR1 monster that I'm going to reskin and say this is your, your beast. Mm. Um, but <laughs> you know, you don't dismiss the foul relic either. I mean, you could have it do whatever you need, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. My vote's either for the unholy steeds or the forbidden lore, because I think they're both very cool. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling about the same. I'm most inspired by unholy steeds, but a mm-hmm. forbidden lore might be more mechanically useful. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't steeds know, just seem so fun. They do. And just like perfectly appropriate for like rampaging through Halfling Town. Mm -hmm. It's almost as though I chose it specifically. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think you're the last to vote. Oh, I mean, I feel like based on, since we don't have, we don't exactly know where it is, Mm -hmm. and we're just going to be like rummaging around an entire countryside. (laughs) Like a junk sale. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like turning over houses. Like, oh, I don't see it. Well, Desimony is not opposed to torturing the information out of anyone. Just fucking noted. (laughs) Cool, great, thanks. (laughs) Uh, Great, so can we in character then request the Holy Steeds? My lord, I believe... The unholy steeds would be the best for this venture. So they shall. Creatures of speed and shadow are now yours to command. Basically, there's a couple different avenues you could take here. You know, uh, we should talk about uh, what kind of uh, movement modes they have. Like, you can they have them go on land. They can fly. They can swim. They can burrow. But then they can also climb. And you can then, you can either say, I want to put all of their speed, they have 120 speed total basically to spend. You can put mm. all of their speed into just like like running, and they could go crazy fast. Or you could break that up and say, I want them also to be able to fly. But then that means it comes mm. down in speeds. They can go 60 and 60. You want to give them like four different modes, like go underwater, on land, burrow, and fly. You can do that, but it keeps like reducing the amount of total speed that they have. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. So you can, and then the cool thing is like, well, what does this creature look like if mm-hmm. it burrows, swims, Seriously, flies, like, yeah. all that yeah. stuff? So... You could have it be a horrible, crazy beast, right? But then the question also is, yeah. is it going to draw a lot of attention, mm-hmm. right, as you're uh, going around? I think it should swim. 
Yeah. I mean, obviously land speed makes sense. Like we should be able to, yeah. to ride it on land, but like I also think it should swim. I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't really care much about it flying, but I think I'm, I'm very maybe the only by one. The climbing. No, you have wings too, don't you? Uh, but here's, neither of you can fly like over distances. No, no. but yeah. like, right. if, but I mean just like in battle and shit. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I sure, sure, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can't fly. So land speed and, and swimming makes sense to me. Okay. Land speed and swimming. But also, it's like, mm-hmm. God, do we want to climb? Like, you know a lot about I really the landscape, like the whole right? Climbing like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you oh, yeah. 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 What, what, what do, with my awesome history role mm-hmm. earlier, <laughs> if you'll remember. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'll draw attention back was, to my but history. It was good. I know yeah. all kinds of shit about what this place's yep. geography is like. Great. Let me show you a map. Uh, so here's Cape Cowrie. Okay. Um, there are five little towns that you know about. Um, you at least know the names of them, or you could reference them, right? Mm-hmm. But it's this kind of like jagged rock, like spur of rock that comes out. All of these areas here are cliffs, so it's think very like Newfoundland, sort of like cold and damp and and like foggy. Mm. Um, lots of thick forest, lots of like hilly pasture land, lots of little towns and things like that all over the place. Um, but they're fisher folk and they're kind of hardy, simple people, you know, that live off the land and they have mm-hmm. all their little local customs and things. Wisconsin meets sort of northern England kind of a vibe yeah mm. but train wise it's mostly sort of countryside and there's a lot of water obviously yeah cold Arctic there are seas. cliffs lots of cliffs yep so, so flying or climbing would make some sense mm-hmm. yeah uh, you also know that you will be basically deposited on a on an island one of these little rocky islands out here is where the fissure is is like smuggled onto mm. one of those so okay, you will so have to cross something. some water in some capacity you could also find another way across and summon the steeds when you get to land you can summon them at any time but awesome. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah what does it look like if it's if it climbs and, f- and runs? Like, and it's like some sort of cool goat with like like flippers. I was thinking goats too because they look like devils, right? They yeah, look right. Evil. With the weird yeah. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it also doesn't have to be an animal. It could just be like a horrible fucking like a incarnate creature. blob of tentacles and shadow, right? Like, you know, like, I don't know. I think goats are cool. I, I mean, they have horns. Black I'm into goats. Horns. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we want swim for sure, right? Mm-hmm. And and land speed. And, well, yeah, like okay. normal overland. Got it. Mm-hmm. But we're we're foregoing flying. Well, in I think this case, either flying think? or climbing, right? Because mm-hmm. of the cliffs, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I don't want to get knocked off a cliff and then like have to fucking go all the way around. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, okay. flavor wise, I like climbing because you can just kind of look badass just going up mm-hmm. and down cliffs. Flying, you're just kind of like. Eh. Right. Okay. They sound like marine iguanas. You know, it's like yeah, like Godzilla looking. Oh, like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think, but give them like weird it. goat, like horns and yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, they yeah, get yeah. The big and we like, ride, like hold on to the horns oh when we ride them. I'm into yes. that. Yeah. Okay. So swim, climb, and then just regular overland. Swim, yeah. climb. So you yeah. have 120 speed. If you the three of them, you can do 40, 40, 40 each. You can make them better at swimming and not as good at climbing, or better at overland, or I like the even division. Does that work for everybody? That's cool with me. I think they have that like that like an iguana has that weird like yeah. sideways run like they definitely do that in the yeah. tails. Yeah. Like, we can describe them when we get in there. I want them yeah. to have like a tail attack, attack. like like yeah. an yeah. alligator. Yeah. They're like... primary. Yeah, we can talk yes. about that too. Um, Should they, I assume they have they have two bites. attacks. They have mm-hmm. uh, like a, a bites and claws, but we could say one of them is a tail or horns or something like that. I think the horns feel like mm, they're one kind of cool. attack. Yeah, and then maybe we can do the tail or claws or whatever. If they climb, I feel like they maybe have big nasty claws in the front too. Big digging claws. Cool. So y'all will specifically want to impress something upon you. Locate and secure the artifact by whatever means necessary. Do not allow a puny people to thwart Yogg's designs. Never forget the virtue of shadow and deceit. He specifically looks at Desdemonia. <laughs> Should the vermin come to grasp the artifact's importance, it may be impossible to locate. Regardless of how 
inferior they are. Their greatest weapon is their anonymity. If the item disappears, it may never be found in time. So we need to be a bit more subtle, no mm. salting and burning. Are we all normal sized or are you small? I'm You're medium. normal sized. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's medium sized. We're yeah. not going to fit in without some doing. That's you know? true. I can fit in anywhere, so. Yes. That's true. <laughs> mm -hmm. I Someone's going to stand out real well. Anywhere. <laughs> Someone could just be looking for something celestial ish <laughs> on their roundabout the world. True, next to their lit. The That's true. I don't know. You have to have like a cool like incognito mode where like you put a cloak on and the wings are over you so you can kind of walk around with a cloak. It's not just like my wings are constantly <laughs> it's out. It's just right? a trench yeah. Coat, like I've never like, cared about it before, so yeah. like someone would have to be like, you need to you, put it You gotta put those wings away. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm. Where will we be arriving, and how will we proceed? The fissure in question opens onto a rocky, nameless island in the midst of the bay. Yob's intelligence points towards the village of where the item was last possessed by an inept explorer, a halfling insignificant by the name of Guthrie. Three decades ago, his vessel, the Blue Yonder, was wrecked upon Cape Cowrie, and he, witless as all his kind, may have traded the item for passage. So, the village of where? W-H-E-R-E? Jock's not going to tell you this. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, actually, it's a common it's misnomer. Like where's on first, yeah. The village of where, and of then that's going to take us to the village of how, how? and then we go to what, just, yeah. and then it's castle like eight options thing. for where, so like I need to know like where commonly. Uh -huh, right, where Oklahoma, where Arkansas, <laughs> where is where. Great, any other questions? Like, how is Jog? Is he okay? <laughs> how you doing, buddy? I, I, I do honestly think I would ask, you know, if you would permit this humble servant of yours, how close are you to your greatest goal? Long. When, when that last day comes, Phantasmagoria, you shall score the ending of all things. I have already begun. Yogg reaches their hand out and just like touches the side of your cheek and you just sort of feel the cosmos wheel in that moment, like just the slight brush, right? Like I see that, like yeah, yeah. I just see you get, like the faintest like, glimpse of like what Yog thinks and like the future, right? This like horrible. Ugh. You see that when the vessel touches Phantasmagoria on the cheek, there's just like this ribbon of smoke that comes up, almost as though her flesh is burning. If you are ready to depart, Yog sweeps aside and points. So the tower that you're on top of, right, has these big sort of curved like horns, but then it, at one point comes out kind of into like a point, into a platform, and Yogg sort of like sweeps you towards that if you're ready to go. Mm. I think I need a minute. I'm just like in like you're holding on to the spar. Like, <laughs> like, like I have had such uh, insight and yeah, inspiration. For sure. Yeah, as soon as I think like they point, then I probably just immediately start heading that way. Cool. So you start to head over, and you you come to the the end of this point where it like hangs over the side of this tower, and there is a 900-foot drop all the way down. So you're on top of the tower, you're basically gonna leap off yes. and fall into the like the actual, the main fissure, the first fissure that sweeps all the way around. It's not like the little well, it's jump off the side of the tower. 
dope. Um, Hell yeah. So you just, you just yeah. go? <laughs> just walk so, over and immediately swan dive over. So I think cool, you get to the land. edge, and you stop, and you kind of turn a little bit, and Yogg says, Yogg before all. Oh, hell Yogg. And then you dive. <laughs> so describe this for me. Do you just like... Step off the side, and you go up and fly, like... No, I just, like, lean off of it as splendidly as possible. <laughs> the wings open, and you, like... Yeah. Awesome. So there's this, like, beautiful, far, like, wide shot of this huge tower and this, like, glimmer of gold as the angel descends. <laughs> yeah, you hear some Peter Jackson-type, like, fucking soloist. As you come down, it's, like, hurtling towards you, and then you see the fissure is roiling. It's this countryside, almost, this huge, like, terrain of, like, seething, simmering goop. And it reaches these tendrils up and, like, snags you out of the air. And you're pulled and disappear. Cool. Who's next? I'll go. I'll walk up to the edge. I want to pull out like a little piece of magical paper. Oh, okay. Scribble something really fast. Sure. And it says, retainers, to me, town of where, look nice. And then I fold it up <laughs> and it like disappears. Sure. Right. And then, then I'll jump off feet first. Cool. Are you just like, like, what does this jump look like? Is it a dive? Or are you just like, like a, a pencil board? dive? Yeah, it's doing? basically a pencil dive. Cool. Yeah. yeah and you just. <laughs> right. Um, what happens when Earth hits? How does the, the goop react? Like, does it take you willingly? Do you splat against it? Like, what's the. Oh, I have choices. The cinematic. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's just like, like, like a pencil dive. There's very little splash. Just like, like one bead of liquor yeah. <laughs> rises <laughs> and comes back yeah, down. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're totally in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Desdemonia and Phantasmagoria are left on top of the uh, the tower. Uh, Who's next? I can go. I think I'm still kind of like lost in my own little world of inspiration. Um, so I just kind of like wander out as though I'm just walking through a meadow so and just like things, yeah. step off as though I didn't even notice. Great. Yeah, I think like my dress just kind of billows around yeah, me and it's, it's super know. dramatic and you're sort of falling. Uh, how does the icker react to you? I think I just like disappear into it and there's like not even a ripple. Sure, okay, yeah. Like you just hit like it doesn't it's not the comic little like uh bead, right? But it's just sort of you almost meld into yeah, it. I like just, you like, become melt one. And yeah. like <laughs> and you're gone. Yeah. Right? Especially because your your like vanish. costume is the same color, right? Yeah. It's like all patterned the mm-hmm. same way. It's just you and uh Yang up there. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Put your shirt on. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> it needs to like buffer the dice rolls, you know, just in case. Just a little extra help. <laughs> What's the plan? Um Desdemonia just kinda walks up to the vessel and slowly like runs her hands up towards the chin and just looks in the eyes for a moment smiles and then approaches the thing she kind of does this like glide dive off oh that's cool when you touch the vessel's chin again you have this sort of like shivering numbness that goes all up your arm as you do like you can continue to do it but like mm-hmm. t- even coming into physical contact has this like immediate effect to you <laughs> she likes it yeah right um, what kind of dive was it so she glides dive like oh, glide right off and then she does this little flip before she actually like hits it just like as gracefully as she possibly can so she goes in feet first but like from the top she's like yeah gliding, absolutely you know? I think it kind of like opens and like like sucks you in, right? Like it's ready to receive you. As you uh, slide in, it, the Iker kind of like stills. <laughs> Thanks for listening to All Hail Yog. If you like the show, please consider writing us a review on iTunes. It's really the best way to steer new ears towards the podcast. We would really appreciate it. All Hail Yogg is an Experience Points production. It was directed and dungeon mastered by Timothy J. Meyer. Agnamaw was played by Kate Enge, at IMI Don Quixote on Twitter. 
Desdemonia was played by Heather Lore at Land of Lore on Instagram. Ernst was played by Alan Walton at AlanBW on Instagram. Phantasmagoria was played by Hallie Clausen at Lady of Ways on Twitter. You can find the show on Twitter at XP Web Series. Our audio engineer was Tim Alvarez. The game was played using the Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition rule set as owned by Wizards of the Coast. The main titles are A Night on Bald Mountain by Modest Mazorski, performed by the Skidmore College Orchestra. Additional music includes The Dante Symphony by Franz Liszt, performed by the Berlin Philharmonic, Toccata and Fugue in D Minor by Johann Sebastian Bach, as performed by organist Hans Kostner. We claim no rights on any music used. Thanks for listening, and yog before all.